podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello there guys, Daniel Childs back here again. It's The Breakdown where we look at some Chelsea topics and players in a little bit more detail. Today's show is all about the goalkeeping situation at Stamford Bridge. Georgia Petrovic versus Robert Sanchez is kind of the, the headline, I guess, but it's going to be more focusing on Petrovic and I think that Man City game maybe alleviated some fears that some of us had about his ability on the ball and just kind of taking a look at his performances and why I think it's a really, really shrewd piece of business and why I think we need to be positive about the piece of business and why it kind of does remind me about another piece of business we've done quite recently that I was quite regretful turned out to be a little bit negative in the end for Chelsea. Please do like this video Share it around with friends. Give me your thoughts on the goalkeeping situation. Everything I speak about in the comments below. Really interested to hear them. But let's start off with a comparison between Petrovic and Sanchez. Because Sanchez is now back from his injury. And there were some concerns pre-Man City that Sanchez would be drafted straight back into the starting eleven. Petrovic would drop back to the bench. And we would go back to where we were kind of pre-December where Sanchez was the clear number one for Mauricio Pochettino. That did not happen. Chelsea did not lose. Petrovic had a pretty decent game. He made some big saves, one particularly in the second half from Erling Haaland. And he was part of a performance that was commended, praised by Chelsea fans. Now we reach the Carabao Cup final on Sunday. Will that remain the same? And for the long term, for the rest of the season, is this now the dynamic between both goalkeepers is it the fact that now we flipped and for the second half of the season Petrovic is Chelsea's number one Sanchez will maybe rotate in say the FA Cup and other games where needed but that's where it is looking at both players so firstly we have to define and this is using a foot mob which I think is an amazing app by the way I'm not sponsored by them or anything I think for a free app that gives you a lot of good data around players and if you're looking for for players that Chelsea are linked to or whatever Listen, if FootMob wants to sponsor me, I'm all open for it. But I just think it's a really good uh, comparison app to use. And, and I think it's fair to point out that there is a discrepancy between some of these numbers because Sanchez, even though he's been injured for a little bit now, still has played six more league games than Petrovic. So there's a we're not looking at players with exactly the same data and exactly the same minutes. So that can inflate certain metrics around a player. But Petrovic has played 10 so far. He has two clean sheets to his name. In terms of this chart, this player trait chart that sort of looks at different parts of their game and, and sort of comparing them, long ball accuracy is down at 21% for Petrovic. Uh, sweeper is 59%. Goals conceded, 56%. Save percentage is 47%. High claim is 56%. And clean sheet is 54%. When we look at Sanchez, who has more minutes at Chelsea so far this season, 16 matches, three clean sheets. He saved one out of three penalties. His long ball accuracy is a lot better, 88%. As well as sweeper, 84%. 59% for goals conceded. 84% save percentage, which is a pretty decent number. High claim is 76%. Clean sheet is 59%. When you look at those two numbers, you have to factor in the difference in in minutes, of course. But then also, I do think those numbers, maybe from the face of it, sort of confirm a suspicion and a perception that people already have about the differences in both goalkeepers. And that mainly comes down to their distribution. And why Sanchez, I think before the Man City game, there was a lot of discourse around 
would Chelsea lack something compared to what they did last time against Man City where Petrovic isn't as comfortable with the ball at his feet? We're going to look at some examples about that. And that is why I think Simon Johnson wrote this piece last month uh, regarding both players. And some of it, as I say, Chelsea have played quite a few games since this piece. So I only wanted to take bits that I think were a little bit more relevant to now because Chelsea have had some defeats since this piece was written. We lost quite heavily to Wolves and Liverpool, but we have beaten Aston Villa away from home. We have gone to the Etihad. We beat Crystal Palace away from home. There's been some games. So this is what uh, Simon Johnson pointed out in his piece. Digging a little bit deeper and using stats compiled by FB Ref based on goalkeepers who have made a minimum of five Premier League starts, Petrovic ranks fourth behind Allison, Dean Henderson and Ariola for save percentage. That's 73%. Sanchez comes in at 13th with a record of 70.5%. When it comes to metric of post-shot expected goals, PSXG as it's written, which measures the expected goals based on how likely the goalkeeper is to save the shot, Petrovic comes in slightly better than anticipated. He has conceded six times in a top division against a PSXG of 6.4. Again, that's not entirely accurate based on the numbers we've had since then, but Sanchez's record in contrast is slightly worse with 25 Premier League goals conceded against a PSXG of 24.2. Still not a massive disparity. I think the piece that, um, which I think is interesting and you should go and read, does kind of make the point that a lot of Chelsea fans' perception of Robert Sanchez is maybe a little bit harsher than actually is fair when you look at some of the data, when you look at the importance of Sanchez in a team that wants to build up from deep. But there is a relevance, I think, that goes beyond that, where we look at the the whole package that comes with a goalkeeper, which is why, for me, Petrovic should be number one. And it's not just looking at data, it's looking at key moments within games that make a foundational difference and also the way he commands a box intangible things do does his defense in front of him have confidence how is he handling set piece situations aerial balls into the box this is something that Sanchez I think particularly away from home at Newcastle was absolutely horrendous I mean I know that Newcastle can be a threat of set pieces but he looked completely unable to command that box. And Chelsea were lucky they only lost 4-1 that day. We know some of the errors that Sanchez has made that didn't lead to a goal that probably should have. I guess the thing with Sanchez is his ability on the ball can be a blessing and a curse because he is able and quite comfortable to be pressed literally towards his goal line, which is a very modern trend we see with goalkeepers that doesn't make us feel comfortable as supporters. And then when that works, which we saw against Brighton earlier in the season, there were some lovely build-ups coming basically from Sanchez being pressed in his own box by Brighton and Chelsea working around that very swiftly and very seamlessly. But then when it doesn't work out, you bring a lot of pressure onto yourself. There isn't a lot of command of the situation. And it feels like actually opponents are gaining something rather than losing something with Sanchez in goal. I also think that Petrovic has just proven his ability to make some crucial saves in crucial moments of games that have helped Chelsea win points. We go to the Luton game. I think this is a save that everyone's seen now, but just the fingertip type save when Chelsea were being, it was an absolute onslaught at the end of that game. And his save here really did help Chelsea out. There was one at 0-0 against Fulham, a very tight 1-0 win that Chelsea uh, got over the line with. A save from Harry Wilson, really good reflexes. Again, if this goes in, very different type of game where Chelsea would have struggled in. 
even away at Liverpool where sure he did concede four goals but I think he made some big saves in the first half from Darwin Nunes one here from Curtis Jones that I've highlighted a great ability of him despite being a taller goalkeeper to move quickly across his goal line cut down the angle and make saves and then the Erling Haaland one again great reflexes here from Haaland who had an off day but then I looked at the distribution because my assumption pre-City was are Chelsea really going to lose something there? And if they try and play out from the back like they did with Robert Sanchez, are they going to be found out? That didn't really happen. And I think it was a balance between Petrovic not, of course, allowing and Chelsea not being put in a situation where Sanchez is, where he's more comfortable to allow that press to come literally towards his goal line. It was a little bit more of a balance, but there still was a case of Petrovic distributing quite effectively, whether that was out to the left to Ben Chirwell um, when City were pressing four players, whether that be Erling Haaland, Kevin De Bruyne, Phil Foden, Doku would press quite regularly from Chelsea goal kicks, or sometimes he would play direct. And it didn't always work out that way. Of course, you have less accuracy you know, playing long compared to playing short, and it's not kind of Chelsea's natural game really to play that long anyway. Uh, but I thought it was a lot more encouraging than maybe many of us expected. And Chelsea were able to build up from the back and play around Man City's press and create counter-attacking opportunities, which turned out to be our route to a goal from Raheem Sterling. Of course, you can't all put that down towards uh, Petrovic. That comes towards a lot of different variables coming in and players uh, making movements. But I, I do think it was it was an area that I worried would be exploited and it really wasn't. So I think for the long term here, Petrovic has proven to me to be a really good piece of business. He has proven to me to be similar to the type of business Chelsea done when they signed Edouard Mendy in the summer of 2020. I think the key distinction between those two players, and my hope is for Petrovic in the long term, is he is a much younger player. So by kind of logic and looking at the, the longer lifespan of a goalkeeper, you would hope that Petrovic has years left to grow and get even better. On that distribution side, can he get a lot more comfortable with the ball at his feet so he could marry up some of that dominance he has inside the box or an aerial point of view, some of the reflexes that have helped Chelsea out and really command that box and gain respect and, and support and trust from Chelsea fans and I'm sure his teammates too. But then also with a, with a sign of comfort on the ball that will help Chelsea in the long term. And I think the thing with Mendy was he was a late bloomer, but did he have this incredible run and incredible short span of, of great form? that then very much tailed off in his second season at Chelsea. And whether Chelsea will be looking in the long term for a bigger goalkeeper to spend money on, because that was a big sort of a discussion point over the previous summer with Andre Onana, Mike Magnon. I'm interested to hear your thoughts, whether you agree, disagree that Chelsea should still be pursuing a bigger first choice or whether you are comfortable with what you've seen from Petrovic so far to give him a longer reign at number one and, and really develop and grow. I'm much more comfortable to give him that time and to give him that time to grow because as we've seen with Kepa and, and I think the Kepa-Mendy dynamic is in some ways similar to the Sanchez-Petrovic dynamic. I think Sanchez is a better goalkeeper than Kepa but I think Part of it comes down to, yeah, aesthetically, maybe you want a goalkeeper who is going to do things that, you know, look a lot more modern, a brave inside the box that I'm not denying are effective, but do have limitations. And actually, in other areas, he falls short. And actually, when we look at the more rounded goalkeeper that Edouard Mendy was to compare to Kepa Rizbalaga, I think that's where I'm looking at Petrovic and going, sure, we're losing a little bit here, but I actually think the bits where he's better than Sanchez are more important in the long term for Chelsea. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let me know in the comments. 
Thank you so much for taking the time to watch this show. If you're a Chelsea fan and you want more carefree content, please do hit that subscribe button. Really helps the channel out as well as the like button and sharing it around with friends so more people can get involved in the community. And you can follow Son of Chelsea across socials at Son of Chelsea on TikTok, on Instagram and on X. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network.